Right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Gentlemen, how are we? You're not going to rook me. not going to rook you. Mm. We're doing a little lame duck for the Grizzlies. Hey. I might check back in after the game. Uh, no, tonight. no, no, it's cool. Grizzlies played tonight, they lost. <laughs> Horribly. <laughs> the attitude among Grizzlies fans, despite Fizdale's best efforts, only a $30,000 fine from the NBA, which a, was a tacit admission of guilt by the NBA, I believe. <laughs> what, to, would it, what would it, if he had been wrong, what would it have been, 100? Well, I think he called the, he not only said the refereeing was terrible, he's like, it was a terribly refereed game, and then he went on to call the referees unprofessional, that was which, I, which I thought that was like, oh, he's like, they're going to smack him, like 50 grand or something. I think they watched the game tape. What do you think? Yeah, I feel, I feel like he was correct. He was vaguely correct. I don't think the refereeing was not good. It did not cost him a game, which are certainly, separ- certainly se- separate things. Like most of the blown calls, I felt like there was a handful of, of egregiously blown calls early that surely you know, they didn't help, but hey, maybe don't fall behind by 26. Right. As I was talking with Braden uh, on the interview on Monday or Tuesday, whenever that was. And then when you, uh, then the last final Kawhi bailout calls, it was like a 13 point game with a minute left. Yeah, like, it was who, an who cares? Like, like, no big deal. I think the most surprising part of that was um, Fizdale letting people know he was so much into Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, yeah. Brent Spiner fan. Loves, loves the data. That man. Or data. His, his, his fingers across a keyboard. Most beautiful sight in all of Star Trek TV. On, the, on those touch, when he's doing those touch screens. How long did you think it took that, like, gold makeup to wash off? Do you think it was, like, pressure hose him? Brent Spiner has, that is his pallor. Oh, really? Have you not seen Species? No, I remember him. In, Wait a minute, uh, he's not in Species. He's in he's ID4. In, he's in ID4, in, one and two. And two. Yeah. Oh, they bring him back. That's so ballsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was He was available. That's right. Yeah, he's not doing many things other than conventions. Do you know he does, like, uh, he and Tim Curry both do, like, Billie Holiday impression jazz albums? What? Wrap your mind around I was that. thinking, I was briefly Together? thinking. Together? I was briefly thinking of Doc Holiday. Nope. Which took me to Val Kilmer, and right. I know Val Kilmer does a lot of Mark Twain, uh, has a traveling Mark Twain one-man Val show. Val Kilmer. Horrible body odor. If you did. Also, if you interview him, not allowed to look him in the eye. I don't think Val Kilmer is well. No. I've heard a friend... Top five Twitter account of all time. A friend of mine played me a voicemail he got from Val Kilmer. Yeah. I don't think he's well, but he does like Mark Twain. But anyway... Island of Dr. Moreau, top five film of all time. If you did a... Top five Marlon Brando. If you did a Doc (laughs) Holliday album, it would just be a man dying of consumption. No, it's tuberculosis. Same thing. I thought you were going to make a cross, like like a Doc Billy Holiday. That's what they called tuberculosis back then. Consumption. I thought they called it the croup. He's Irish. I think you might know. I know all about disease and suffering. He only knows about tubers. Mm. I also know about famines and blights. Tuber blights. <laughs> and <laughs> hatred of the Catholic Church. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you guys loved the Catholic Church. No, I'm I, confused? I hate them. Oh. Yeah, because they love... Them. Because of uh, Father Dowling's long finger? Mm, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't spit on it first. <laughs> well, we are... Again, we're recording this uh, a, a Wednesday. No. Verily, Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Keith World, man. Keith Life. And the, Don't know uh, what day it is. <laughs> Don't know what hour it is. <laughs> I do know the Grizzlies are playing later. I will probably check in later and maybe record a few brief thoughts. Might have a guest, might not, about the Grizzlies game. I will say, not a lot of, despite, as I was saying, despite Fizdale's fire, ticket market is soft. 
on the resales for oh, Thursday yeah. night game. Also, when you have Mike Conley giving away 500 tickets, like that's a great story. Like, like that's a great PR story. Like, oh look, our, our star point guard giving right away uh, tickets. Hey, guys, that's a this is not a Pistons game in in March. No. no, like this is a playoff game. There shouldn't be 500 tickets available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I can't, of, I can't talk jive though because I uh, am of similar disinterest. Well, they're they're really trying you by scheduling all Nashville Predators and Memphis Grizzlies games at the exact yeah, same way time. Way to go! That might have something to do. Way with to it. go! I mean, you could imagine no. like 10 percent of the, the 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 crowd comes from Nashville. Ten people. I don't. I'm one maybe. of those ten people. May, there's there's some crossover for there's Nashville Grizzlies fans. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, we know from our Nashville fans of the Memphis Grizzlies. Shout out, Joseph. Uh, however, Giuseppe. A, as someone asked, is there a Predators watch party in Memphis? Yeah. I don't, no, I don't mm, think so. Nobody's messing with that. I don't know. what You think so, John? You think there's a Predators watch party in Memphis? Most certainly. There are probably okay. St. Louis Blues fans there. Most uh, certainly. Historically. There's Preds watch parties in Huntsville, Alabama. That's but that makes weird. sense. We're down that I-65 corridor. Mm. Well, guess what? We're down... The corridor from I-40 from you. I man. believe we're blocked by a wall of Jackson, Tennessee. And <laughs> disdain. What's the name of their uh, minor league baseball team that we need to get sponsored by? The Generals? Is it the Jackson Generals? I don't know. I don't Jackson, the Jackson Fives? Hate, hate criminals? <laughs> Should just call themselves the Jackson Fives. Anyway, we will That's talk about the, uh, the games that have been going on. A lot, of, a lot of Westbrook, a lot of Bulls. But before we do all that, did we have... Breakfast. Chuck and I had pho for breakfast. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't have pho. What did you have? Had, oh, you had Boone Vermicelli number two? Boone Vermicelli. We went to a uh, a dope Vietnamese spot here in Nashville called, called Viet Long. No, nah, we weren't in Nashville. We were in Donaldson. We were in Donaldson. <laughs> Donaldson. Hip Donaldson. Hip Donaldson. Hip ass Donaldson. Uh, yeah. So the in, dawn of Donaldson. We went to a Vietnamese restaurant that had four different ethnic restaurants in the same strip mall. And a, an African fashion place called had, African Fashion. They had a halal <laughs> butcher. They had a Honduran panaderia of a Vietnamese Chuck place. had a nicotine fit, fit and had to walk all the way to the dollar store, which was also African fashion. Mm-hmm. It, all the dashikis. Kendrick Lamar's really influencing modern fashion. But I had fun, then Chuck and I got an argument about um, gyoza steamed or fried. What did you I go think, for? I think Chuck won. I said fried. I'd normally go steamed. Chuck said steamed, and I think steamed might be better. I just believe it's a better, you know, compliment to I'm the not, meat. I'm honestly not sure I've had gyoza fried. Yeah, I, it's I don't know. flash you fried. Can do it. It's just quickly fried. It's nothing, you know, nothing crazy. But not deep frying anything. I just like the texture. It's because you're soft, Chuck. Mm, catch me outside. How about that? You're a soft penis, little troglodyte. Mm. I had. You don't want no problems. Want no problems with me. I had also not really breakfast food. Yeah. We need to. We might need to refocus. It might be the end of the season. We might need to refocus. We should on just the go eat breakfast, breakfast together. We should. I tried to. I tried to go to Charlie Bob's. Since our nights are all unavailable, we should. We should do a, a miserable, really early recording. Like like how it's fun to wake up every now and then to go fishing at five a.m. Just out of the novelty. I'm I've never been fishing at five a.m. I've been fishing four times. Mm, that sounds awful. I've been deep sea fishing. But that seems different. Yeah, you leave at like nine in the morning. No, 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 no. I done deep sea fishing where we left. Stupid crack, early. Stupid early. Oh. That makes no sense. You should have booked a. You're later supposed to time. do that with like a bunch of champagne and like ethnic girls. No, it's, it's like a really happy childhood memory. Like a cooler full of cokes. Couldn't believe how many cokes I was allowed to drink. Unbelievable fun. Did you get a peanut butter and banana sandwich? Oh yeah, yeah. Most yeah, yeah. It, it was there was dramamine in that. It, so it, you know. it, it was it was incredible. Uh, I had a heated up, het up. 
uh, brisket taco from Martin's, friend of the program. Oof. Martin's barbecue. Uh, it was a, it was like a kind of like a breakfast taco. I mean, it had it had the brisket, then it had some salsa, some jalapenos, melted cheese. It's good. Sounds amazing. It was amazing. Only get a little egg in there, maybe make it a hash next time. Mm. It was good. Anyway, those were our breakfast. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right for what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything oh, yeah. they need to apologize for? I have uh, praised the Clippers for some reason all year. <laughs> and uh, we, that was unfounded. I think I forgot the Clippers suck. I forgot. Are can. the Clippers bad? I'm watching this Clippers Jazz series thinking both teams have disappointed me horribly. But I don't well, know. The Jazz are missing an integral piece. Yes. The Clippers are coached by Doc Rivers. They are also missing an integral piece. I'm only half joking. Good Austin job. Rivers. Yeah, mm. that is that is kind of twisted. My favorite meme by far of the season is showing uh, Doc Rivers' whiteboard of his offseason plans, and it's just, <laughs> it's just Austin, Austin Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's that Orlando. Got to lock him down. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I think this is the worst Clipper team that they've had. But why the are they ball. worse? I think everybody's uh, just a, a like a half step slower than they were. The I mean, past Bla- Blake years. is a one and a half step slower from anything we've ever seen. Um, Chris Paul's aging. I mean, it's it's. But one Chris of those Paul's things. still incredible. Chris Paul he seems is, fine. It's he, everybody else. But um, yeah. Also, Doc's doing dumb things like not playing JJ Redick enough. A and lot I think, of strange things. I think Zach Lowe is pointing out that they still start their offense by running J.J. Redick around picks a lot, which yeah. is like, why is this your first choice? Right. You know, like... Yeah, that should be your tertiary to get decision. To get a hard thing here, like, why aren't you just attacking with, like, Blake and CP3? Yeah, more pick and rolls. I don't know. That's a, that's above my pay grade, but... No, I think uh, I think they're just... They, they might be catching their, you know, playoff legs and trying to get their, like... Paul uh, Pierce's stink is sticking to them. Yeah, I saw Paul Pierce come in and do some things, and I thought he that did. was a bad sign. Always, <laughs> always I was like, oh, you dusted off Paul Pierce? That's, things aren't going great. 800-year-old hobo. But, I mean, they're still, uh, you know... Facial knife wounds. They lost the first lost the first one to Joe Johnson being awesome. I saw Joe. I saw Joe was... That was an amazing playoff moment. Man. But you have also have I saw Joe guarding Blake Griffin kind of competently, which, again, yeah. is a... Blake Griffin's really easy to guard. That's not great. So I don't I don't know like I am also I thought this team was going to be really good the Clippers this year and so far they're not although it's a good series I still think I think they're going to win um seeing how Gobert's already out for game 3 and I assume he's not going to be ready for a couple God. more so Yeah can't the Jazz just win to do us all a favor Let's be done if with the this. Jazz don't win this series I feel like they've been a great disappointment of the last 3 years They literally lost their most important player on the first play of the game. That is true. That is brutal. And that's very bad luck. But I'm just looking at the big picture or the the larger view of when they finished the season in 2014-15. Yeah. I thought they finished the year as one of the top 10, maybe well, top they, 6 teams. They fills it out horribly last year as well. Yeah, so last year they they underachieved and yes, they can always point to injuries and guys being banged up, but they underachieved horribly last year. Didn't make the playoffs. And then this year, they finally did make the playoffs, but they don't win a series or if they lose in like five games. I'm, I'm pretty down on that. Chuck, you got an apology? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to apologize to 
Russell Westbrook for thinking that he was the MVP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's the votes are already in. I know they've already been clocked, and I was everybody's a, turning on him. I was a pansy for uh, not picking. Why is everyone turning on Russell Westbrook? All of a sudden, this is your god that you have worshipped. Mm-hmm. What has he done differently? Nothing. This is the this is literally what everyone has been telling me. He is the MVP because of this. Like I don't, I still don't think he's the MVP. Like I've said the entire season, and you were wrong. And I'm still like, like people think I'm wrong. But yeah. Na- but now, why is it take at- him off that team? They lose by seven billion points Wh- instead of six billion points. Why? Yeah. Why is it? What have you seen in the first two games of him shooting twenty two for sixty eight or whatever it is? Uh, Game one, humiliating. It was awful. But why? What have you seen that says you're like, you know what? I was wrong. Um. This is what I've seen. I've seen his team play a better team with a superstar that plays better than he has. Yeah. So that that's it. He's not. That he, happened in the regular season, too. But, you know, they, they, they were also, terrible against they, good teams. What? They also <laughs> played bad what teams. What is getting in, annihilated by the Rockets changed about Russell Westbrook's season? It, it exactly. Doesn't, They're doesn't a much, much better team than the, than the Thunder. In fact, when we talked about saying. this series, to me, the entire question was, are the Thunder even a good team? And I think the answer is no. I still, I thought the series would go long. I think on our show, I picked them in seven. You I, picked the Thunder. No, no, no. I picked, I picked the Rockets in seven. Check the tape. Yeah, well, you had to be talked into taking the I Rockets. Had to talk, and I still, and in, in some money pools, I took the Thunder, the Rockets in six. I, I hedged a little. I believe I have Rockets in six but as well. I still think it's going to be a good game. I think in Oklahoma City, they're going to win some games. The, the Thunder have looked good when they've played Taj Gibson and Steven Adams. They've, they've been pretty much fine. It's literally you take Steven Adams' name out of your mouth. That is a bad basketball player. I don't. I was talking on the Patreon only Slack chat today. I don't know why Jeremy Grant gets to play. He's a lot. No kidding. I don't know. I don't know why they be all traded a, a first round pick to get Jeremy Grant mm. and Ursula Eliasova. Like watching them, it was funny. So I'm thinking. I think about, the coaching mismatch has been real in this matchup. So people are down on Billy Donovan. Billy D. I thought Billy Donovan did great last year. Can't play Canner. They almost beat the Warriors. <laughs> the can't play Canner clip. Oh man, Billy! Billy, what was he? Does Canner supposed to do on that play? Well, he can, he doesn't know how to guard a pick and roll, knowing there's a lob. Coming. But of all the plays to totally shudder the poor fool. Oh, we've seen a, we've seen a couple of those where a player goes in the game, a team throws a lob on him, and the coach takes him right back. I want to say Jalen Brown got taken out for that. There was another game I can't remember when it happened. But uh, it's different when even Stevens does it than when Billy D. I, I do think I do think the lineups for the Thunder have been weird. Uh, but I was I was checking the the box score, and I know obviously just raw plus minus doesn't mean that much. But I, I was saying like, why is Jeremy Grant playing? And I go look at the, the box score. He's minus twenty. Mm. Yeah. And then and then Taj Gibson played twenty minutes and was like I think plus eighteen. Mm. So like I know. And this is a bigger thing, and this this is maybe getting outside of the breakfast in bed. Apologies. I don't understand why we've gone so far in playing small ball or, or being concerned about small ball fours, stretch fours, the Ryan Andersons of the world, to the point where we're like, hey, our best lineup has two big guys. No, but, I'm with you. But why we can't, can't play it. Why can't Cantor play four? Or something. Yeah, like. Like, what's wrong with that? If he can't guard coaches, the five. None of these coaches have balls. It's they, they, a, a small ball lineup goes and torches a, a, a larger lineup for a couple minutes. They're worried about that. They're worried about the, you know, because a small ball lineup can run up numbers real quick and put you out of a game in, you know, six, eight possessions. But when if you can get these smaller 
teams in foul, foul trouble, you can have a real chance of winning the game and not just a couple possessions. And this goes back to always bringing it back to the Grizzlies. This goes Uh-oh. back to, to one of the, the key points of the Grizzlies is we can't play Zach Randolph anymore because everybody plays stretch fours. Right. He's going to get killed. Yeah, and he gets killed a lot right. when, when they're running and stuff. But a lot of it is also like if I was the Thunder and Ryan Anderson is there four and he's the guy, oh, we can't, we can't play Taj Gibson or we can't go big because of these guys. If Ryan Anderson has four good games in a series and I lose, I'm kind of like, yeah, okay. All right. Like, yeah, That's I was, the guy like, that like I was going to lose. To me, it's a logical fallacy to think that Enos Cantor can't go out and guard Ryan Anderson out of the perimeter when he certainly can't guard anybody down low. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't stop the, the Clint Capella rolling to the bucket at right. all. Clint Capella is making money right now. Yeah. I mean, he looks awesome. I mean, it's a perfect system for him, but he looks awesome. Mm-hmm. The, the Rockets in general look awesome. My picks look awesome. Your, your John pick. is just rolling. I his. have not lost a bet in the postseason. I am a soothsayer. And you are feeling good and about picking the Bulls to win. Called the Bulls. <clears throat> that brings me to my apology. Yeah. My breakfast in bed apology. We've all been there. We've been making fun of Rajon Rondo for years. <laughs> It goes back to like origin podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Nascent podcast. Day one. Day one Eastern Conference over under. There's a pilot podcast (laughs) you never heard where we just talked about him. You should have heard that intro music. Some weird forget cassettes ambient music. (laughs) Uh, The I do not endorse any fast break breakfast music ever (laughs) until we play Return of the Mac. We gotta gotta buy that. You get us those rights. We'll take care of it. It's podcast world dogs. Ain't no get, rules. Get, Wild get, West. Regulators. Yeah, yeah. Just up. But you could probably ask for permission. It has been a wonderful playoff, though, has it not? Raja Rondo has been... Oh, overall playoffs have been cool. Oh, no, they have been. Yeah. First round's been awesome. You but, see a little breakout. Giannis. Oh, so good. Uh, but let me apologize to my man, okay, Rajon Rondo. He's yeah. been great. Killing the game. He was Playing great. on TNT, dog. He was great down the stretch for the Bulls as they made the playoffs, despite everyone's predictions. He's been incredible in the first two games of that series. So uh, I, it brings the question, like, was he just saving it? Was he just coasting? Does he literally need the power of TNT, national television? Yes. Yeah. No. Is the regular season kryptonite? I think he's super smart, and he gets bored. He with, knows drama. TNT, we know is there, drama. Is there a better analogy than Popeye and spinach? There's got to be. I what's guess. A, what's a superhero in John? Any of these new Marvel movies where a guy doesn't get his powers until something happens? Whatever. Bruce Banner getting angry? I don't know. I mean, he is angry. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. It's basically like Superman in the light of the yellow m- sun. I mean, Absolutely. God, look at Chuck. There we go. Look at Chuck. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome, guys. Look at Chuck. And I that's t- what the TNT is. It's the brightness of our yellow sun shining on the Kryptonian uh, Ray John Rondo, which kind of sounds like green. that. Kind of sounds like son of Jarrell, Ray John Rondo, <laughs> Ray John Jarrell. <laughs> I like it. Should be played by Terrence Stamp in the next film. <laughs> I mean, how long ago was it that there was the Instagram wars between Dwayne Wade and Rajon Rondo and all that about the veterans on this team? And we got worked like the Pudwhackers we are. And now the Celtics are struggling. But anyway, not- Celtics are going to get sweeped. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the hashtag. Gonna get sweeped. Sweeped. Not yeah. swept. Sweeped. I think uh, we're very likely to still see a seven-game series. It's, it's uh, possible because the Bulls are dog. <laughs> you don't think the Celtics have given up though? 
I, I'm not sure. But let, let's get to that in our Scatter, Smother, and Covered. Yeah, save it. Before we get to that, a couple of ways you can help out our show. I know we have a couple people out there. I've talked to a couple people out there in the world. Apparently, you're on the precipice. Whether it be, I'm about to join that Patreon, get on that Slack chat, get on that Playoff Pick'em. Slack chat so live. Slack chat is so good. You Slack can do chat that. is the moneymaker. You, you, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. This is the altar call now, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. This is the altar call. I want you to feel a movement in your heart that you want to support our show. This is the time to do it. Chuck, what's today? Today is 420. It's 420. Do it for Chuck, boys and girls. This is my national holiday. I've been doing nothing but huffing on uh, large amounts of marijuana smoke since I woke up. Uh, and and my hospitality smoke, by the way. Oh, and John has a great weed pen at his I'm house. I'm not even a weed smoker. He just has weed I at his house. I just have weed at my, at my house for my friends. It's like, hey, buddy, you want some pot? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely, I do. Sure. So on 420, why don't you step up, listener? Yeah. Maybe join. Maybe instead of spending $3 a month on some stupid... On weed! On, 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 on a weed. If you spend $3 a month on weed, I love you. More power to Inc- you. Incredible. I don't even know how you... That's old school 1920s jazz cigarette. How do you even buy $3 <laughs> worth rate. of weed? I think you buy I'd it like off. to see what $3 worth of weed is. I think you buy it off a drummer. Things like at, a, a, <laughs> at a... Yeah. At a, just one of those little corn nuggets you find in the bag sometimes. Just the arm of a gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Something else you could do to support our show. Maybe you're not ready to go full Patreon. Right. Just go to iTunes. Give us that five-star review. Five-star, five-star. Uh. You're like, oh, I can't find my iTunes uh, password. Just go ahead and reset that password. It's 420. Give us an iTunes I'm review. Gonna, we actually have a five-star review that Chuck needs to read right now. It's the uh, third chapter of Infinite Jest. Go ahead, Chuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> believing in self-determination. One tennis. <laughs> tennis. Tennis. Bandana. Tennis. I think I started reading that Finn. Ten, one of those, his tennis Finn. essay. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't make it five five pages, three pages. Anyway. Here's a pro tip. If you liked uh, Infinite Jest, you're a bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it from me. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Support our show or write us an iTunes review. All right. Steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? Duh. One guess. How, I'll could, slap your face if you don't get this right. How good you are gambling? Couldn't tell you. Fizzdale Rant. Fizz Rant. Fizz Rant, whatever. What? Whatever. It's the flip side of the Jaeger tears. It's the no! greatest thing He's ever. He's so... People were so angry at Fizzdale. And he is so... Oh, difference. I d- do not like Fizzdale. Lineups this doesn't, are this doesn't, atrocious. This doesn't absolve him of anything, but I cannot believe how succinctly and well put... He destroyed those referees. He did it with such, like, eloquence. That was Johnny Cochran sh- He was on a f***ing Tarantino-esque rant. Yeah, he needed, a, like, the Jules, like, Jerry Curl wig. He felt like, was it Mr. Great vengeance and furious anger. Was he like Mr. Pink trying to explain why waitresses shouldn't get tipped? You I mean, know? So you just think he was a... He was, was that Mr. White? A, a Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Okay. No, it was just very... <laughs> He was, it, was a, it was a, a Quentin scripted. Yeah, a QT it just, proxy. It was just beautifully, like, well thought out. Had all the, you it know. had the perfect balance of, like, pre-prepared, like, prepare beforehand and improvisation. And you're not going to rook us? Come God, that, on. That was America! Beautiful. It's been, it's been a while since I've watched. I mean, that's Herm Edwards. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis they are, Green? Dennis Green. They are who we think they are. This is Jim Mora. Playoffs. We'll be hearing that for good. You've got a, you've got a great just 
He probably just secured himself a position in the NBA for the rest of his life. Dude, he's going to make a... F- He'll never be forgotten. He's going to do a Gatorade commercial off of this and live off of those checks but for this- Will it be one of those where like he's singing while eating? Have you guys seen that commercial? No. It's what? Like a Gatorade bar or like a Nike bar. This doesn't make sense. I don't know what Eating that is. things while oh, singing. Oh, it's 420. Oh, it's 420. 420, right? 420 on 420. 420 on 420. I'm sorry. As we record. It's not 421. You're a f***ing f- f- child. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, it's my holiday. The thing with Fizzo, you, you don't. I'm slightly look, man. I'm looking for. Sl- I'm looking for slivers of silver in a gray cloud. I'm just a little jaded. It feels like the kind of thing where you're on. You're working. You were on so a- excited just a few days ago. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but also part of me is like, this is a entire branding. It's like a late night show, knowing we have to create a viral clip, right? So you I just disagree. Do I felt like that was from the heart. He was really pissed. He was pissed. And, and honestly, he was breathing hard in that mic. Like yeah, like honestly, Chuck early days. It, it, that's a last <sighs> respite thing, man. Yeah, because that's how badly the Grizz are against the wall. Yeah. So like, and I think as a coaching technique, and I've been down on on Fizdale the latter half of the year. That's the best thing he could have done. Because now they're going to come out and play hard, I believe. Second best thing he could do is not play Wayne Selden, Andrew Harrison, and Troy Daniels at the same time. Dude, his lineups are confabulations of, like, the likes of which we've never seen. They're complete nonsense. I will say, on his behalf, I was trying to come up with what I would think the Grizzlies' playoff rotation should be for this all-important game three. Right. And there's no way to do it. Like well, there's like a there's like a 15 minute hole where you're like I guess I have to well, play he, Wayne Selden or Jarrell Martin. Well, he's done himself a disservice by not playing certain guys. Well, that's true. To the point that we don't know what we have at all. The big issue with the Grizzlies that we've had a problem with the second half of the season is them not them pretending that Chandler Parsons was going to be in the playoffs. Right. And thus costing themselves all the preparation time to hey the we Chandler should, Parsons domino effect is real. I've been saying forever, like, we should focus. Like, James Ennis is not good, but he's an NBA player. Boy, we, sh- I, we should be working on getting James Ennis comfortable playing the three. I'm more mm-hmm. comfortable playing James Ennis than I am D-leaguers. Oh, well, no. At this point, James Ennis is one of six guys that should be playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess Brandon Wright's the seventh. I mean, but we're probably like, getting overly... Riz intensive here, so we can move on to you guys' best. Yeah. But, like, that is the that is the sliver of light in the Grizz world. It really right is. And, and and it's one of those few times the, the Grizzlies came to national media prominence. Everyone making their uh, take that for data shirts. Ugh. I'll be real. So many of them are uh, terrible. Yeah. If your take that for data shirt does not include a original likeness that you... Brent have, Spiner. Well, yeah, if it doesn't either have an original likeness of Brent Spiner or of the Coach Fisdale, you, you, you cut some corners. If it's just text and glasses, yeah, like try harder. Yeah. But I know the Grizzlies are selling them. Although there's some, there's some funny business. They had a press release saying that take that for data shirts would be available at 5 o'clock in the team store. That is no longer true. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be sold by a vendor inside the arena, so maybe the NBA said, hey, you can't. You can't do this. Anyway, Chuck, what's your steak and eggs best thing? I got a little mini game of scones for you guys. What? Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay, I'm going to give you a... Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Okay, I'm going to uh, give you a quote, and okay. you guys are going to, uh, whichever of you two 
figures out who said the quote. Oh, is this Jaden Smith or uh, Meta World Peace? I don't, you a buzzer? I'm just going to give you the quote and you can tell me who said it. All right, so just say um, Dinklage. So who said this? I believe the direction with our team is that he would be better off somewhere else. Oh, Buzz. Dinklage. Dinklage. Uh, I thought we had to say Dinklage. You're right. You You're get right. to go. You go ahead. Phil Jackson. Wrong. That's Lala. Also, ah. also would have said Phil Jackson. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's actually what uh, Carmelo Anthony's soon-to-be Remind me who Lala is besides Carmelo's wife. Lala was uh, a a VJ on MTV when that was a thing. Really? Yeah. I did not expect that response. Yeah, yeah. That's who she and was. And apparently she is married to Carmelo, but Carmelo is not, not married, married to her. her. Apparently, that's what he tells people. When he's out, Lala's married. I've been seeing a I'm lot not. of hilarious banana boat photos. Is that not normal? That's not normal. I believe with the NBA, that's pretty much par for the course. Yeah. The, well, well, John, your your situation of no legal documents is that's right. Also superior. Speaking I of think. legal documents, <laughs> Carmelo apparently think about that for a while. Carmelo apparently has impregnated a stripper at a New York gentleman's. That club. is just you and Carmelo. That, that is have something in common. Gross I, hearsay. She is on birth control, John. First of all. Uh, second. No, those are quaaludes. It's. I saw her take the shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that might have been heroin. Look. Yep. The uh, Carmelo is living la vida loca. Part of me thinks that there's some sort of conspiracy. I just want to point out that sweet Ricky Martin reference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for everyone. Was that the entire game of scones? You should have said la. It was one. You should have said la la vida loca. La la vida loca. No, Keith. I think you technically lost. Yeah, you definitely lost. Oh, we all lost. Yeah, my abstinence did. led to my winning. So what I think Not is going to happen, uh, we we uh, are going to see Carmelo find his way to Los Angeles um, because please God, yes, he is going to miss Lala. I can't think of any team he fits on. No, Seventy uh, Sixers. I, mean, I mean, he fits on the Grizzlies. Seventy Sixers, but like, he good. wouldn't live in Memphis. No, I would take Carmelo Anthony on the Grizzlies. Oh, I would take him in a He's, heartbeat. He could come a to New Miami. York heartbeat. He come to Miami. You give Shut up Josh up, Richardson in a protected... I know I'm not you're going to give him James Johnson's minutes mm-hmm. right now. That's what you're going to do. James Johnson probably is not going to resign. Or Dion, one of the two. Did you see the Easter Bunny photo? With, with, it looked like James Johnson had handed Pat Riley, Pat Riley a dozen flowers. white roses. Yeah. I think those dudes are pretty lit. Yeah, there was a, a, a team photo. I got a private theory about that. I'm going to share after the show. With all... Oh, yeah, I'd love to hear it. With all of the Miami Heat players and Pat Riley looking like they're like sweet old grandpa... And all the Heat players had bunny ears on. One player uh, conspicuously missing from that photo, Josh McBob. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. They've been trying so to get rid of him Haslam was wearing bunny ears? Uh, I don't know if UD was in that uh, he photo. He was. He was. And, I, oh. and, and also, at, uh, at Pat Riley shattered. had a press conference a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. At Pat Riley's press conference, he, he mentioned players. how he were, really wanted uh, UD back next year. He says it's invaluable having uh, him on the roster. I mean, invaluable. Put, make him unvaluable. an assistant coach. <laughs> Did you say unvaluable? I think he's the third highest player on the Heat roster. Something like that. Third, third highest paid player. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I just set <laughs> yourself on fire, Heat fan base. Um, but no, I, I yeah, I, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. But they, yeah, they good. They look good. I think they'll have a. a Enjoy your offseason, Chuck. That's the last time you get to mention the Heat for the rest of the year, baby. No. <laughs> my best. Adios. My, have a draft. My best thing, playoff JaVale. Oh, God. They've resurrected him. He's incredible. Mr. McGee. He'll swat he's, it. He's finally, I mean, he, he broke onto the scene with the Nuggets in the playoffs, earned himself a giant contract, and then shacked his way in, into almost obscurity. And now I am enjoying He's just the tall, lanky dude who can catch a lob higher than anybody he playing the, on the best team on earth. He is an incredible athlete. So it is. I'm having a lot of fun. And also the, the Warriors aren't fair. 
They're no. like old ass point guard can dunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair. Sean Livingston can like catch a behind the back between the legs Andre Iguodala alley oop dunk. That's, that's what I was tr- that's what I was trying to think of. Myers Leonard, he came in, I think he got to play one play. He got dunked on. Of course they were like, did. yeah, you didn't. That's his life. I mean, I, gr- granted the Blazers are are missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blazers are the uh, I'm really enjoying everything about the playoffs except for two series, one of which you can probably guess very quickly, and the other one is just Blazers dubs, which the first game was fun for a while until the wheels came off. Well, well I mean, they, they scored 48 points in the first half, CJ and Dame. There's no way. As good as they that. were in that first game, they were that bad in the second yeah. game. So though. you're going to have those like swings and the adjustments that the teams are going to make to the, you know, the, the it's plays never that fun they're when there's a 15 point spread in a playoff game. No, it feels like a January, you know, three teams. Where are my nuggets at? The nugs. About to say, get ready for that game for Grizzly Spurs. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say anything more. No. <laughs> those were our steak and... I slept in 36 hours. <laughs> and those were our steak and eggs. Uh, let's move on to our cream of wheat, worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw in the last week? I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, I was going to go Knicks. You took that for the best thing, Chuck. Mm, they've been bad. Poor Zingus refusing to do an exit interview? Man, Crazy. that's the best thing. That is a best thing. That's yeah. flexing your We muscles. screwed it up. That is the best thing. We screwed it That's up. That's a d- double helping. Second he, helping of Stegen. I don't care, He's gone full universal soldier. Poor, poor Zingus knows. If he dies, get, he dies. You know, to get that super max contract like eight years down the line, he has to be traded on his rookie deal. Crazy. He needs to get out of New York, and he knows it. Let's Here's, do a universal worst thing. Just Phil Jackson. Here's the thing, All though. three of us pile on. Uh, we, uh, my best will always be an NBA player impregnating a stripper. So if okay. that ever happens, just go ahead and mark it down and don't take it. And try to make it your best. Just know that. I feel like chucks. you could have worked a 420 joke in there, but you didn't. Okay. Um, we got a whole rest of the podcast to go. But we'll move on and we'll go back to Phil Jackson being a laughing stock. Looking bad. You know who the perfect, you know who the perfect uh, triangle center is, John? Ernie Grunfeld. Mark Gasol. <laughs> Robin Lopez. <laughs> Mark Gasol for Carmelo and Porzingis. Let's do it. Mm hmm. Let's do it. Why would you put that in my head? That's why that's, would you do that? Let's today? shut it down, Grizzlies. Did let's you see my did you down. see my eyes start twitching when you said that? <laughs> I didn't know if it was good or bad. John's got lips It's like your two it's now. like your two favorite players, man. Just swapping them. Man. <laughs> that's some Solomon's choice right there. That's some Sophie's, Sophie's choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, what have you done? <laughs> you can never I can't continue this podcast. Marcus Saul's never going anywhere. Cry Stabs versus Mark the Shark. If the Grizzlies lose sweep out. Eleven straight playoff losses. You, you can, you know, Phil Jackson and give Mark's a old for Mark or Mike. I think those two. That that's a weird thing and kind of arbitrary. Eleven straight playoff losses last year. They limped in. Say that trade know, again. It's not arbitrary. It's it's it's. I know it's Keith, the truth, Say that but trade again. It doesn't, it doesn't I want I want I want I want Chuck's real analysis. I don't. The trade would be. I don't Chris know. Stapps and Mello for Mark. Chris Stapps and Mello for Mark. That can't be real. For Mark saw and uh, something. You know, you had a max salary. Well, maybe they. What's funny about talking about the NBA now is because you can no longer be like, oh, nobody would make that trade. No, because we saw Knicks fans, Boogie Cousins, Knicks fans would never and Erlens Noel traded for nothing. I'm yeah. saying if if Porzingis is, is getting like, I don't want to be here. And if you talk to senile, drugged out of his brain, hippie, 80-year-old <laughs> Phil Jackson and say, hey, do you want Mike Conley or Marcus Saul? I feel like we can get a deal done. Yeah. yeah that's all I'm saying. What, what, are the, what are the playoff series we're not talking about? 
What, what, what's your Let's worst? Let's sign week? and trade Pal Gasol. Atlanta, Atlanta in. Oh, uh, that's my worst of week. In Hawks. Washington, yeah, yeah. Not really. Actually, the, I forgot the Hawks existed. The uh, let this, the record show. I will say the Hawks have been in both those games. Yes, and then the Wizards have an extra playoff gear. Brad Beal and John Wall loving them. Mm-hmm. Remember, Markeith Morris better than Paul Millsap. Proven. Is that true? <laughs> Did you guys hear about that? What no, is it? I didn't hear about that. Oh, I can't remember which Hawks player said it now. Or excuse me, which Wizard player said it now. But uh, one Wizard player is like, oh, Markeith, Keith way better than Paul Millsap. <laughs> I was like, well. I will say Markeith had... He back- has played better. He had back-to-back dunks in a game. The Hawks are making him look like Sean Kemp out there. No, sh- <laughs> you're not getting around. <laughs> you're not getting around. I will say my worst thing uh, is a tweet I saw. It was funny. This is not a real worst. Was it any Amin El Hassan tweet? Any of them? Uh, Amin El Hassan was actually bringing some good heat like today. Don't believe like, you. Like y- you guys were blaming Durant for disappearing in the clutch and then Scotty Brooks for failing an offense and then Billy Don for mixing things around. Like what's what's the common denominator? Mm, one guy. Westbrook. That zero. My worst thing. Mike, Garbage take. Mike Zavagno. I don't know how you say last name. Uh, on Twitter. Zavago. He asked, more career playoff wins. Who will finish with more career playoff wins as a coach? David Blatt or Brad Stevens? <laughs> oh, jeez. What's, what's Stevens got? I think two? We're at 14 to 2 right now. 14 <laughs> to 2. That's crazy. <laughs> what, do, what do we make of... Just remember, boys. I called it. What do we make of the Celtics? I blame Danny Ainge. Bobby Portis, Matumbo dance. They picked uh, Al Horford Bobby over... Bobby Portis, Feliciano... Zipser? Zipser. Zipser. It's too bad Zipser's under contract for next year because he would have gotten the Austin Crozier random, <laughs> random massive contract. Larry Bird racist contract. Or even the Tyron <laughs> Lue. I just did one thing in, in, on, on national TV. I just think uh, D- D- Danny Ainge made the wrong play by going with Al Horford, who has no interior presence offensively doing any rebound stuff. Oh. He's uh, played like garbage oh. first two games. He's their biggest contract. They could have signed Dwight Howard, who would have given him rebounds and a little bit of offensive presence. You don't want Dwight Howard on that. But I mean, he can at least rebound. He can rebound, and they don't. Robin Lopez looks like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing against these guys. He's amazing. Robin Lopez. Al Horford looks like RuPaul. (laughs) He does. (laughs) <laughs> Robin Lopez is dropping twenty footers. He's that's not going to keep happening. It's not, but it's still like it's he's too late. It's too he's late for grabbing the a, a, a crazy amount of rebounds and he's just dominating them on the inside. They need they needed a real. I am both of you apologize to me right now. Never apologize. To me. Series is not over. You're Let's sorry. Do it. You're sorry, John. Let's knuckle up. I mean, I, I think the Celtics could win in seven. I think the Celtics can. I don't think I, I, don't I, think I mean, they I, will. I wouldn't bet on it, you no, know, you nor would, would I because 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 it's not it's not looking good. No soft penis. I think it but could go. Seven, Rondo no is looking so good, but it's weird. And but playoff way. The Bulls are so Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. They have no consistency and haven't had it since March. Chuck and I were discussing this earlier. Jimmy Butler. What? He's awesome. Top five player. I'd probably have him. Uh, no, top, top top ten for sure. Top ten for sure, but top five maybe. No, no. Durant, Durant, and Steph, Curry, uh, LeBron, Kawhi. Kawhi and I, man, I think he's right there. Harden. With Kawhi. No, no, I don't think so. But he's battling for the fifth slot, though, right? I think he's, I think like, he's like better than George. Maybe eight. Better than George? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better be- than George. Better, better than, than AD. Um, yeah. Only because of. Um, only because slightly of slightly worse than Marcus Gasol and Kristaps Porzingis. Right. Slightly. LeBron. Harden, Harden for sure. 
Kawhi, uh, West, Westbrook. Kawhi. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say Westbrook yet. Of oh, course you're um, not. Um, Durant. Curry. Durant. Durant. <laughs> Keith yeah. is a troll. Yeah. <laughs> you're I telling mean, me you wouldn't want Curry would, and Durant on your team over Russell Westbrook? I would take... I would. I would take... Uh, Kyrie over Butler on my team. That's insane. Kyrie! I love That's Kyrie. insane. You drunk. Your time animal. out. Time out. 60 second I love, mute. I love Go in the bathroom. Shut the door. This is- he, he, he's muted. muted him. 60 second muted him. Mute that man. I don't care. Terrible take. I'd start him on That's worse team. than my Skip Bayless session right. from last week, Chuck, which was right. It's a great point guard. <laughs> what, are, what, are your, uh, what are your cream of wheats, guys? My worst? Yeah, what's I'm, your worst doing? I'm reeling. I'm going with the Bulls and the Celtics. It's awful. I, I Here's my thing. What's awful about it? It's beautiful. You think we're done? I'm talk- rich now. You think we're talking about? You You think we're done talking about the Heat? We're not. Because they would be up 3-0 right now in this series. I don't care if the Celtics, have, they've only played two that games. True. Way to show up, ding dong. Uh, <laughs> Try to get in the playoffs uh, next year. Oh, uh, We did, except for the Nets wanted to play some sort of backwards game. Where Also, the tiebreaker was Bulls uh, 2-1 won the season series. They, they had did. two of the games in Chicago. That's not fair, That's NBA. That's not fair. It's not fair, games, NBA. Two in the... Three games? That's not a tiebreaker. No. So, no uh, argument there. Yeah, my team would have... Uh, and. Coach Bolstra said it uh, in his, you know, teary-eyed post-season uh, interview. You have ten seconds, Chuck. He thought the Heat would do damage in this playoffs, and they probably would have. Looking at you'll what's never going on. know. I know. I like the, the fact that the Celtics. I've gotten on board with the take that it's good they didn't make a move if a move was available, like a big move trading their picks, because maybe it was a house of cards that they weren't that good of, a, of an NBA team. Like we're seeing it losing to the Bulls. No, I agree too. How, however. The one thing I've heard, I've seen that I do agree with, they probably could have gotten Robin Lopez, right? The man who single handedly, <laughs> not single handedly, but a man who <laughs> is really this is. Like, I didn't think of that. That's pretty good. This is like the Nuggets uh, ending their season by giving the Blazers <laughs> Nurkic and undermining their whole season. Like the Celtics are going to, you know, if they're losing this first round, and a lot of it is going to be on Robin Lopez owning all the rebounds. And they they probably could have had him for like their pick next year, which is like a twenty eighth, twenty fifth pick or something. Right. Uh, anyway, Chuck, uh, John, John, what's your uh, what's your my worst of the week? Worst of the week. My worst of the week. Chuck talking about Kyrie Irving is one of the top. No, that's your worst. <laughs> of the ten players. He's a top ten. What in the world? Ch- okay, Chuck is all... Chuck is basketball Twitter embodied. God I Almighty! I don't Jesus. care what you guys say. I mean, Kyrie Irving is like a worse Damian Lillard who is no. paired up. Kyrie Irving is like he's maybe awesome. the worst defender in the entire NBA. I mean, God, get out of here. Kyrie has the offensive league. skills that are almost unparalleled. You know, like he's in the top. Amazing clutch shooter. But it's but perfect that he's aligned himself with he is orbiting planet LeBron and thus is elevated Cavs to perfection. horrible when it was no, it's, just Kyrie and co. Well, because they didn't have anybody on that team. There was nobody else. You need a star in the league. And it was his third season what, in the league. Was he LeBron not the star? In. When LeBron came in. Who's the star? Fourth season in the league. Who's the star, Chuck? LeBron. Kyrie's probably not. Uh, no, I keep wanting to. I'm going to say it. I'm, Don't I say can't it. say it. I can't say it. He's Kevin not Love. even the second best player Kevin on Love his team. Kevin Love is not as good as Nobody. Kyrie. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, for me, worst of the week, honestly, it's just teams like the Hawks, teams like the Blazers not showing up at all. I think the Blazers are just too outmatched. I would agree, but um, that second game performance was pretty pathetic. I've liked what I've seen. I'll, I'll focus more on the Hawks. I still I like what I've seen from the Hawks. They're playing hard. They don't have 
I mean, I love Paul Millsap, but they don't have a scorer. You know, like they all have dudes who like are just kind of like. Well, let's talk about the Hawks in the macro then. What have they done to that team that at one point was doing major damage last year? They did the hang on the for Dennis dear Schroeder life thing. to playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. they wanted to, which be I don't relevant. think is wrong. I it mean, isn't. I don't think the blow up is always the right thing, and so they're just stuck sure. in now. It's like a stealth blow up, the middle ground. I mean, they're gonna. What? I, don't, I don't know what they. I don't what know what are they do the Hawks going, going to be next year, man? That's they might the question. Be terrible. If they, they if they chose Schroeder and Dwight Howard as a team, Schroeder. Like, if Schroeder is your thing, you toast. He's an I do like Tarin Prince. Good job, Tarin yeah. Prince, man. He's a good player. Yeah, but that's like a kind of like just a lucky thing they've stumbled into. My big problem was I was watching the Hawks game. They've got seven more wings than the Grizzlies have. Go ahead, Kent I'm Bazemore's <laughs> haircut looks like it was given with a sword from Game of Thrones. Bays got done. It's gross. He was one of those guys that got a contract for being really good on the bench, yeah. right? He's an excellent celebrator. Just like a Well, he, he was guy. awesome last year. It, it contracted. I was joking. Yeah. Uh, that's what I remember more of him is those smiles. He looks like I love Kent Bazemore. He, he looks like Chance the Rapper's Guys, watching brother. the Hawks offense is akin to watching your grandparents copulate. What do we think about um, so we think we think the Bulls, you know, look like they're definitely going to win. I think do we all think the Clippers are going to continue on, continue on. So well, it depends I feel like on Gobert. The, like if Gobert does a Willis Reed, which will be the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of our sport. But um, it, it does look pretty bad. Yeah, for the for the Jazz. I think uh, Gobert was a big part. Uh, it depends if he comes back. That, that game one win though keeps it interesting. Huge. Though if they can, if they can, uh, they stole a game. If they can win, uh, win out at home without Gobert and then get Gobert back, they got a chance. I mean, we're we're podcasting at that perfect time to make ourselves look incredibly stupid. Of course, like oh, the, yeah. the after two games, and so we feel like oh, we we understand. Like before you guys hear this. The Pacers and Cavs are going to play again. Like that could switch a series. Though those games have been weirdly close. They have been. Like the the Cavs to me look awesome on offense, but they're still not playing good defense. Play a lick. CJ Miles could have easily won that game. Had a great look. I don't the, know why Paul the, George is the, so angry. The big three for Cleveland scored more points in their last playoff game with the Pacers than they've ever had, and they only won by six, which is insane to me. That should be what they Chuck know, stats. Chuck stats. Hashtag Chuck stats. It's a good stat. I think I think the Warrior series is is done, even though we okay. have it. Oh God! I mean, obviously, but but like, did you think? I don't think. I mean, the Trailblazers are going to get sweep. a home game. Remember, hashtag I, sweep. I think I think that's that's going to be the sweep. Um, I think the Hawks are going to win a home game, maybe one. I mean, they s- certainly have been teasing it. I'm most know. I'm most those interested close in the losses Celtics. are devastating though. Yeah, they are devastating. They're backbreaking. Yeah, they weren't close like. We could have. They were close, like with not like the Pacers. With two and a half minutes to go, the the Pacers' losses are doomsday. They they blew past. Like Larry Bird's tiny baby mouth is even tinier and more terrifying. He looks like Arse Face from the comic Preacher at this point. If if that's an obscure reference. No, I've seen the show. There is a TV show. Thank you. It's a guy with a a butthole for a mouth. Um, did you see factually correct? If um CJ Miles hits that shot in Game One, yeah, that's all we talk about in this podcast, right? Is it's how, all you talk about oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, if that that shot goes down, if a couple if a couple threes um, in game two go down, then we're talking about a one one game, you know, one one series, which is easily possible in Cleveland. Um, yeah, that I think you can see one more game coming from uh, Paul George. He's probably going to pull up forty five uh, in one of these next games and just like will them I, to a victory. I almost think like that will happen. Mm-hmm. Or also, maybe he'll, he'll shoot eight for forty-four. <laughs> he is so far out the door. Yeah, like 
Lance Stevenson has been fun in his two games, but he's also made so many plays where you're like, yeah, 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 that guy, oh. that guy shouldn't be on Lansing. the team. Lansing. He was Lansing, and like Paul George, Bobby Paul George calling out CJ Miles was ridiculous. St- stupid. Like he got a great look. If you want to call somebody out, call out Lance Stevenson. Yeah, and he, he, he was. Much, he has. They've been yelling. Or people. LeBron was like laughing at him on the court. Well, I mean, uh, Nate McMillan had no business in that final possession of Game One, leaving Lance on yeah. the offensive side of the ball. It was a joke. Uh, he he is that the whole game they're not defending him. I mean, his shot at the end of the game took them out, yeah, and they, they dared him to do it, and he did it because yeah. he's. He's Lance. Before we get to the Stackhouse of Pancakes, let's mention the one the one series we haven't really talked about because again we're, we're doing this lame duck style, which I think is the most maybe the most interesting series, um, the Bucks and the Raptors. That's just going down like I predicted. Right, Antetokounmpo looked amazing. He's this is the coming out party. Best player in the we series. Thought. The Raptors have done well on Game Threes on the road the last few years. So I don't know. This is this is the I one took, I'm most I took the about. Raptors tonight. God help me. Oh. Mm. This is the team. The Bucks are, are like my, my team once the Grizzlies die. I don't know which team's. I'm look. with you, man. Like the I'm Bucks are like you. my second favorite team in the playoffs. They look so. I, I do fun. think the Raptors. To me, I think the Raptors are probably still going to pull this out. I re- desperately want the Bucks to win, though. That God. was my initial pick. I wish Jabari, it would be so good. I wish Jabari was playing. No kidding. Godly. I, I still don't know how they all fit together. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I was about to say. Although with Middleton, is I don't he's know. Chris Middleton light or heavy? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. No, they're effectively the same kind of player. Chris Middleton is wonderful. I think Middleton's way. a little less creative with the basketball than Parker's. He's wise. well, he's scoring wise, but he's more creative. Chris Middleton's a great defender, setting up though. wide, yeah. right. and he knows he knows how to play the game a little better, right. less spectacular. One of the least spectacular players in the NBA. That's why you want him. Hundred percent agree. Future Grizzly Chris Middleton. You need to make that into a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would wear it like this Andrew Bynum Pacer jersey who, I'm wearing. Who wears a Andrew I'm podcasting in my Pacers jersey and my Mike Conley socks. I had to be. Everybody I, is dressed to their like absolute id today. Oh yeah. Oh wow. We, need, just, we should take a photo. Everyone <laughs> just looks like their real true self. Mm-hmm. That's very true. All right, <laughs> let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award for the first week of the playoffs. We have several honorable mentions. Nikola Mirotic won for nine. Oof. Patty Mills won and for a win. Nine. Yeah, Patty Mills won for nine. Kyle Lowry two for eleven. Tim Hardaway Jr., 2 for 11. Zebo 3 for 13. Mark Gasol, 4 for 15. Future Grizzly Chris Middleton, 4 for 15. And Russell Westbrook's fourth quarter on Wednesday night, where he was 5 for 18. Now, there are three. So, landslide coming up, boys. <laughs> well, oh, Depot, not even mentioned? Oh, here you go. Uh, here you go, boys. Yeah. <laughs> there are three nominees. <laughs> Garbage player. Victor Oladipo in a loss, a game one loss. One for 12, six points, three runs, three assists, one steal, two block, one turnover, three fouls. Russ Westbrook, also in the same game. Incredible line coming up. Six for 23, 22 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists, two steals, nine turnovers. The old six for 23, nine turnover line. Brutal. And also, CJ McCollum, four for 17, 11 points. Five rebounds, two assists, one steal, five turnovers, one personal foul. So this comes down. Damn, this is the hardest one. This comes down to your own personal morals here. Yeah, it's I don't know the answer. We have Victor Oladipo, one for twelve, six points, three assists, three rebounds. Okay, so this is probably this is a moral quandary, right? Because we know Victor Oladipo is useless. Yeah. So him being useless is just part of the plan. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna take him out for me. Okay, so he's out for you, and he's probably my f- my favorite. Although okay. if he okay. shoots, I, I don't think you're wrong. If he shoots forty percent in that game, they win, right? Oh, okay. I don't okay. know. I mean, r- so West Westbrook has the 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 eye popping uh, the nine turnovers, but then not had him. five. The twenty two eleven and seven, which is what we, we've been distracted by all year. Mm-hmm. But six for 23, that nine is turnovers is staggeringly so bad. But if we're going to go by the uh, namesake of this, uh, Jerry Stackhouse put up crazy numbers and scored it in the 20s. Let's be real. They're not supposed to exactly align with his stats. He just has the perfect name. Okay, <laughs> that's true. By the way, congratulations. I'll depot it. I'll Jerry? go back against my own thing. I'll, 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 I'll depot it. Wait, we got a Jerry Stackhouse. We got a Jerry Stackhouse. Name. Congratulations. D-League Coach of the Year. Shut up. Jerry Stackhouse. Congratulations. Well done, Jer Bear. For the 905. For the Raptors 905. So you think Oladipo... That Oladipo line is just so pathetic. It's so pathetic. And then you have the glory of those other guys who both had more turnovers than points and shot under 25%. Mm -hmm. Which is... Yeah, Depot's... This is a hell of a line. Depot's... That's just a limp dick. (laughs) He's just the worst, man. Can you believe we thought he was good for a minute? I mean, he had a good season. He is just no. He is points. suffering. He had a good season. Yeah, he's awful. He's just crushed under the lights of playoff basketball. Which he's is crushed under the the happen. gravity of black hole. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook had the most second most shots in a playoff game ever uh, since eighty three eighty four. Uh, only the second guy to shoot over forty shots in a game regulation playoff game. The other one was Jordan's fifty five point game against the. Cavaliers. A little bit of a different result there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took 18 shots in the fourth quarter. That's the playoff record for most shots in any quarter. Uh, he missed the most shots, tied for the most shots missed in a game, 26 with Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant, surprisingly enough. But that's just his, uh, his, his second game, his 18 for, what was it? 18 for 44, 16 for, I don't even remember. Brutal performance. I don't remember. Uh, the, the Thunder have been run out the gym. So one for Depot. Chuck, where, where were you going? Um, I, I usually go for volume, but yeah. just the wretchedness. Cause I All watched right. that whole game and it was every time they got him, a sh- it's like people Depot believed in him terrible. and it just ripped the soul out of the, out of the ball club. So All yeah, right. I'm going to go with Depot. All right. So Depot wins. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my, I'll just split the vote. I'll go for CJ McCollum. Bad. I can't, I can't, it's bad. It's awful. It is unreal that Russell, Russell Westbrook did not just win that. That is how bad those other performances are. Yeah. Cause if, especially I mean, it is unreal that he didn't win that. Yeah. So well, watching that game, he wasn't the worst player on the court. Hell no. So no. That, I guess if we're gonna, but hey, this is just box score though. It's box score, I get it. Yep, just box. This score, is baby. this is not a nuanced yep. evaluation. Absolutely. You're right. This is just <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> this is the back page of the USA Nature, Today. Nature of the beast. All right, par fadeaway. Final thing. What are we looking forward to? I'll go and tell you mine. Hmm. Non-playoff related. The big three. League. Run by, I don't know, Ice Cube. Allen Iverson and Ice Cube. It's coming to Nashville. Yay, yay. We're one of the stops, so I'm excited about that. Looking forward to it. Oh, man. Dude, I forgot. This is, should have been, could have been my worst. Did you see that Allen Iverson uh, commercial? No. Uh, they talked about, they were talking about pe- Pepsi or something. I don't even know, but it was like a riff on the practice, practice thing. It was a uh... garbage. It was like a Hawks commercial or something. Yeah, no, it was for the Braves. The Braves, yeah, that's right. Yeah, We're talking yeah. about parking. That's what it was. Come on, that's a good commercial. It's trash. Just poorly executed. Why would you do it for an Atlanta that's a team? It's a great commercial. Should have been done in Philly. Have you? Do you have any idea how much money Allen Iverson owes casinos? He does. He's so poor. <laughs> do you have any idea? You're right. I think Can't he still plays in China, man. Was he in Dancing with the Stars last season? 
Most likely. I'd like to see him chat. He's probably dancing at Deja Vu right now. Ooh. Didn't mean to get too real there, Chuck. Sorry. She doesn't work at Deja Vu. What are y'all looking forward to? Um... Playoff basketball, baby. I'm I'm hoping it's the worst uh, answer ever. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, put Chuck on the spot and he failed. Every single time. You Sorry guys, I gave you that hospitality weed. You guys <laughs> you guys ever watch me order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we uh w- yeah, I, I'm looking forward to upsets. I'm hoping the Bucks can pull off uh something against the Raptors. I'm hoping that the uh Seas can continue to fail miserably and make me hate the fact that the Heat aren't in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, all these wonderful things. What am I looking forward to? Cue the song Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. And let's keep rolling, Bulls. 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 Bill Cartwright. Scotty also- Pippen. I'll also say I'm looking forward to going to Memphis this weekend. Going to have a good old time. Hopefully it's not the end of the Grit Grind era. Could be. <laughs> yeah, it's 100% the end of the Grit Grind era. Could be. Oh, you know well. that that's true. All right, well, you guys, thanks for listening. Remember, hook us up. Go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Maybe throw two, two bucks a month our way. Although two bucks won't get you on the Slack chat. Got to mm-hmm. go three. It's every worth every penny to get on our Slack chat. It's full of ridiculous basketball talk, pictures of breakfast food, and uh, all of my ex- escapades are explained uh, on that Slack on a Friday Friday morning. It's, it's pretty good. All right, and also go... Uh, Go and write those iTunes reviews you've been teasing us with, people saying you're about to do them. Let's get those on. Also, vote for the Memorial Magic alumni team. I want to win some big money. So go to fastbreakbreakfast.com. That'll redirect you to the tournaments, the basketball tournaments webpage, and go vote for this team, and that will help us out. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, welcome to a morning after solo Grizzlies epilogue. Obviously, the Grizzlies took care of business against the Spurs last night, despite the doubts we expressed during our show. Fizdale made the big change by switching up the starting lineup, putting in Zach Randolph, and also going with James Ennis. Although he swapped that at halftime, and then the second half, uh, Wayne Selden was put in. Poor James can't stay on the court with all the foul trouble. But I still I kind of liked what I saw. Again, we talked about how the Grizzlies had pretty much six guys who needed to be playing, if you heard in the, the regular portion of the show. Seven, if you count Brandon Wright. Turns out Brandon Wright was not needed. He got the DNP coach's decision. And Zach Randolph had a turn-back-the-clock don't forget about me. Grit grind is not dead just yet. Moment. Uh, he was awesome. Very exciting. The funny thing is, it seems like Zach Randolph being really good kind of made the whole season a lie where we were told continually from the start that he's a bench player and he's not versatile enough. And I know, obviously, this is the matchup. One of the reasons the Grizzlies match up well with the Spurs is they don't really use a stretch four. They play the two bigs, so it seemed like Zach Randolph could do damage in this series. But it also seems strange, if you remember in the regular season, the Grizzlies didn't even play Conley, Gasol, and Randolph and Carter together hardly at all. And now we're in the playoffs, and we have to win. And it's like, all right, now you guys, we'll we'll, we'll play you now. It seems like they could have served themselves a little better during the regular season 
actually working more on that as opposed to the Jermichael Green is our power forward that we got to use. And also, as we said, the domino effect of force feeding Chandler Parsons to us. But now we got kind of a series. I don't think the Spurs are quaking in their boots, but this game three did expose some of the things that we were excited about when we were trying to be optimistic that the matchup is good. And if you can somewhat contain Kawhi Leonard, we feel like the rest of the guys on the Spurs maybe can wilt against really good defense, but obviously just one win. I think the most unsustainable part of this game three victory is the bench lineups performing. Okay. That had Zebo and Jamichael in as the front court. I don't really like that pairing. The Zebo and Brandon Wright pairing is not good either, which is the main reason why Brandon Wright didn't play in this game. And then he's uh, too much of a established veteran to get in a garbage time. But I don't think that Zebo, Jamichael, and then Selden, Harrison, and whoever else, Conley, that lineup kept his head above water on Thursday night. And I don't think that is necessarily sustainable going forward. But also Selden stepped up. The Grizzlies needed someone to take minutes at the three and the two and play admirably. And Selden played 28 big minutes from the second quarter on. He played almost all of the second and third quarter. So that is a guy they just signed off of a 10 day, which is amazing that he stepped up and played big, but huge win for the Grizzlies, huge win for Fizdale, turning the narrative of him maybe being outmatched and overwhelmed by the Spurs to having his big press conference. And now the Grizzlies getting a big win. So uh, I am hyped. John Burr is hyped in abstentia after the Preds win their playoff series. And now the Grizzlies forcing a game five Nashville Grizzlies fans announcement. We will have a game five watch party on Tuesday night at double dogs, Sylvan Heights. We hope you can be a part of that. Now the funny part that the Grizzlies have established their starting lineup. I assume Selden will start the next game. Now the funny part is if Tony Allen returns uh, at some point, where does he fit in? But obviously they probably have to beat the Spurs for that to be much of an issue. Anyway, well, there's a solo Grizzlies epilogue. Hopefully we can keep those very rare in our podcast run. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. You guys are the best. Arrive safely. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break, break, man, you understand?